your time, folks! This is the American Variety Network on Block Talk Radio with Alex Cardinale. Live from Springfield, Massachusetts. This episode of the American Variety Network is brought to you by Caribsea. Check us out at www.caribsea.com. Are you ready? Hey, think you can tell us what to do? You think you can... Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a very historic episode of the American Variety Network, sponsored and presented to you by Carob C. I'm your host. Alex Cardinelli. This is the 300th episode of American Variety Network, brought to you by Carob C. Woo! Yes, you heard that right. This is the 300th episode. Yeah! Never before have I ever reached this milestone, and I am extremely proud to celebrate 300 episodes tonight with you, my wonderful listeners. I put a ton of work into every single one of my episodes And when I first started podcasting three years ago, I never thought I'd even make it past 20 episodes, but here I am with 300 episodes. Wow, what a milestone for me. You see, I want you, my listeners, to take this as a lesson If you put your mind to it, you can achieve anything you want. To celebrate my 300th episode, I am going to have a very fun celebration with you all. I have two very special guests tonight. My first guest is my very first wrestler interview, and he is a wrestler and a wrestling instructor. His name is Eric Carney. My second guest is a man I've always wanted to interview. He is an awesome fish keeper, and he is from Massachusetts as well. He has a popular YouTube channel called Mass Aquariums. Mike from Mass will be our second guest. Plus, 
On top of that, our sponsor, KFC, is giving out a prize tonight to one lucky fish keeper who answers my trivia question correctly. I am ready to celebrate 300 amazing episodes with this show. Now, here is the planned agenda for the show tonight. Special guest interviews with wrestler Eric Carney and Mass Aquarium's Mike. Carob Sea Prize Giveaway, where one lucky fish keeper will be walking away with a prize simply by answering my trivia question. A discussion on my future plans for American Variety Network and a discussion on why I continue to podcast. And I expect many great live callers to call in and congratulate me on 300 episodes. You can call in at 1-347-989-8142 to congratulate me. And I'll talk about Valentine's Day treats and much more. This is going to be a very fun 300th episode. Are you ready for our 300th episode, American Bash? Are you a fish keeper ready to win a prize from Carib 3? Great. Then get ready. The 300th episode begins right after this introduction. Don't go anywhere, folks. are tuned in live to the American Variety Network here, live on Blog Talk Radio. With a name like American Variety, you can expect a wide variety of topics. Now, let's get live here on the AV Network. Hi, 
Hi, Jeremy Stillhorn. I'm tuned into the American Variety Network, where I find the shows very educational and entertaining. Is it the 300th episode already? Yeah, right. Yes, it is. Tonight, American Variety Network and I proudly celebrate 300 episodes. It takes hard work, dedication, passion, and a great amount of time to reach 300 episodes, and I did it all for you. Tonight, pro wrestler and wrestling instructor, Eric Carney and popular YouTube fish keeper Mike from Mass Aquariums join the celebration as our guest. Plus, one lucky fish keeper walks away with a prize from KRMC. On top of that, I will discuss my future with the American Variety Network and more. This is a show you will all enjoy. So, let's get the 300th episode started right now. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and get the 300th episode started. Now, I'm going to start by saying thank you. Thank you to all my listeners who tune in to every single one of my episodes. It is you, my listeners, that help motivate me to do better shows for all of you. And for that, I say thank you for taking the time to listen to all of my shows. I appreciate every single one of your listens. I guarantee you that if it wasn't for you, my listeners, there would be no 300th episode. Now, listeners, who would you like to see me interview here on the American Variety Network? Email me at AmericanVarietyNetwork at Comcast.net with some people you would like to see me interview here on American Variety Network. Now, I would like to give some shout-outs to a few people who have been instrumental on the success of the American Variety Network. The first person is somebody that I consider a very close friend, but most importantly, he has helped the American Variety Network succeed since I met him in 2015, and that is Jeremy Stellhorn. He is always giving me great advice, and he's always steering me in the right direction for my podcast, and I am forever thankful for that. Now, the next person I'm going to give a shout-out to is a guy who actually is responsible for the idea of an American network, and that is my good friend, Crayfish Man, James Jones. Now, 
James Jones is a wonderful guy. I have a lot of respect for James Jones. And over the last 299 episodes, James has helped me succeed by being a loyal listener and giving me good feedback on all of my episodes. And let's not forget that he was a great co-host of the Aquatic Wetline, and I miss him as a co-host because he was phenomenal. Now, my next shout-out goes to my wonderful sponsor, Care of Sea. I have to say thank you, Care of Sea, for sponsoring the American Variety Network. And since your sponsorship, you have brought me a lot of listens, and I am forever thankful for that. And I want to say thank you for sponsoring the 300th episode. And I know my lucky winner and myself are going to be thankful for the prizes that you're going to be giving out tonight. I also want to say thank you to a friend of mine named Donovan Barger. He is a loyal listener to the American Variety Network. He listens to most of my podcast, and he enjoys my podcast. He gives me positive feedback, and he is a great man. Very proud to have him as a listener and a friend. I also want to give a shout-out to Slashmaster1989, Jeff. He is a listener to the American Variety Network, and he tunes into a lot of my shows. So I want to say thank you, Jeff, for listening to the American Variety Network. And I also want to thank Aquarium Max for being great guests on Aquarium Talk. They were the very first fish-keeping guest on my podcast, Aquarium Talk. And like I said, I want to thank each and every one of you, my listeners, for listening to the American Variety Network. Now, I want to talk about why I do podcasts, since we are celebrating the 300th episode of my podcast. Now, the first reason I do podcast is because, for me, it's fun. I have never had as much fun doing podcasts than anything else in the world. I really enjoy putting out my podcast. People enjoy my podcast. Now, I have a good friend, Jeremy, who lives all the way in Illinois, and he listens to my show while working. I am extremely honored that people enjoy my show. It's fun for me when I call into the show to host it. I always look forward to hosting a show, and I always wonder, am I going to get a caller on this show, or am I going to get a lot of live listeners? To me, that is fun. Now, I not only teach my listeners, but... I also learn quite a few things from the podcast. I love giving back something positive to the listeners. Now, here's something you did not know about why I like podcasting. It's made me a better person. It's helped my communication skills, and it's also given me the ability to understand other people's opinions. 
it also makes me feel good knowing I can provide people with a show that I do, and they can listen to my show, hear my voice, hear my opinions, and hear the information that I am going to be giving out. Now, what are some hardships I have faced with my podcast? Although I have had many blessings and successes with my podcast, and although I do enjoy podcasting, I do have a few hardships that I've had to face over the last 299 episodes. And the first is disrespect. I know it comes with being open to the public, but man, some of you are very disrespectful. But thankfully, I am used to it because I have dealt with people many times before when I was working in the culinary arts field, and I know how people are. But thankfully, I haven't had that in quite a long time. I have had a lot of respectful people come to me and say, I appreciate you, Alex, for doing your podcast now. I think most of all the disrespect I was getting was from people who were disagreeing with things that I were saying on the air and um, they didn't know how to tell me otherwise, so they just disrespected me by saying that I was a dumbass and I don't belong on the air. But I understand that some people have different opinions now, so some things I take as disrespect and some other things I don't. Now, the next hardship I have faced here on my podcast are prank calls. Now, I know every live podcast at some point will get prank calls, but prank calls are enough to upset a host, and sometimes they sabotage a show. And the last hardship I have faced with my podcast is theft. Yes, that's right, theft. There is a person out there who lacks the ability to come up with an original thought, so he steals many of my ideas. For example, he has stolen my idea of an American network. He has stolen a wrestling and a cooking show idea from me. He has stolen a fish-keeping show idea from me. And I'm pretty sure I could write a book on everything he has stolen from me. But you know what? I'm not in any way mad about it anymore. It does not benefit me or my show if I badmouth it, so I'll just let it slide. I take it as a compliment now. I have a good quote from the situation that I'd like to remind my listeners. If anyone steals any of your ideas, just think of it like this. Imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. I am really flattered that he has to use the same ideas that I do. I take it as a compliment because he thinks I am really good, so he's going to go try the same things that I've been doing. Anyway, those are some of the hardships that I've had to overcome to get the success that I have 
right now. And I got to tell you, I really love podcasting. So, what are some of the good things that have come with my podcast? Well, the first good thing is sponsors. I've had sponsors like Ikari. I've had sponsors like School of Fish, Inc. And now I've got a great sponsor in Carob Sea. Also, I've had the opportunity to have many great guests here on the American Variety Network. Guests such as rapper Ryan Serini, Carob Sea sales manager Judd McCracken. I've also also had the opportunity to interview Akari Sales President Chris Clevers, and I've also interviewed James Jones and many other amazing people. And I've also made many friends from the podcast, like Jeremy Stellhorn, Jeff, James Jones, and Donovan, and a whole bunch of other wonderful people. And I also have made and got many new listeners simply by advertising my show. And the last good thing about my podcast right now is high listens. I am currently getting a lot of high listens, and I am very happy about that. As of right now, I have 40,515 total listens. I am over the moon about that. I'm really excited that my listens keep increasing. It is very, very awesome. All right, we have a caller here on our 300th episode. Hi, you're now live on the American Variety Network's 300th episode, and thank you for calling in. Hey, Alex, how are you? I'm doing great. I'm fantastic. How are you today, sir? Doing pretty good. No complaints. That's good to hear. It's the weekend, so I'm glad we're both having a great weekend so far. Yep. So far, so good. Very true. I'm actually glad you called in. You're one of my biggest podcast supporters, and it's awesome to have you here on the 300th episode. Thank you. It's good to be on. So what are your thoughts of me celebrating 300 episodes? Pretty amazing. You recorded quite a few shows and... A short amount of time. It just seems like the 150th was just on. We've been running through them. I know you got a good point there. I remember. I remember like I remember the 250th episode, like it was just yesterday. Now here we are at 300. <laughs> I'm telling you, I started listening around the 150th, so it's been flying by. I know. Pretty soon I'll be 30 years old hosting the show. Ten years will go by without me knowing it. <laughs> exactly. 12,180 episodes later. <laughs> this is actually an awesome weekend because we've got our 300th episode tonight and uh, Valentine's Day. So what are you doing for Valentine's Day tomorrow? Um, I think we're going to stay low-key this time. Um I think we're going to make something here, get get some movies, and just kind of chill out and relax. We're getting snow and stuff, so it's a good day to just do nothing. 
Yeah, that's good. We're going to do the same thing, actually. I'm going to be uh, making baked ziti and chicken parm and a red velvet cake for my family, and we're going to watch a movie, and, and I'm going to do my podcast. So we're going to have a good Valentine's Day, too. That sounds good to me. Sometimes I agree. the best ones is when you don't get out and do all the stuff and get out in the craziness where everything's marked up ten times the amount. Oh, yeah, that's true. But, so who would you like yeah. to see me interview? Who would I like to see you interview? Yes. There's a lot. You've hit a lot of the ones that I really like. Um, I'll have to get back to you on that one right offhand. I didn't quite have that question in mind. <laughs> All right, yeah. Yeah, that's true. It is It is a, a very wide topic. There's a lot of people, so I understand. Well, I want to thank you for calling in to the 300th episode. Thank you, Alex. It's a pleasure talking you to you, my friend. Day, and congratulations on 300, buddy. Keep thank you. I appreciate that. Good. I will. Thank you so much for being a loyal listener. No problem. I enjoy the show. It helps me get through my work night iTunes is awesome. wonderful when I don't get to listen live. Check it that's out. True. And I think you're on um, TuneIn now, right? Yes, that's right. I'm actually on TuneIn Radio now. That's pretty cool. So now all i got to do is throw it on my, you know, throw it on, and I can listen on TuneIn, too, while I'm working. So I can catch you live through the Internet. Yes, that's very cool. Very convenient for all my listeners, too. Yes, it is. I'm excited for it. And... Keep up on the fish shows. I'm hoping to hear a dwarf puffer show one time. I'm still waiting for my puffers to come in around here. We're going on quite a long time, and nobody in St. Louis, the four stores in the St. Louis area, haven't come up with one yet. So we're on the wait. I guess the distributor ran out, or she fell and got hurt, somebody said, or something. So she hasn't been at work, so they don't haven't had them come in lately. Hopefully by our 350s, you'll have your puffers. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping by the 312, but yes, I'm hoping the distributor's okay if that's what happened. She fell and got hurt. I don't quite know her name, but speedy recovery. And then if my friend Erica is listening, um, I'd like to wish her a happy birthday. We went out last night with her for her birthday, but, you know, she listens to your show every now and then and give her a shout out and tell her we really had fun last night. Awesome. And I'll definitely do a uh, puffer show for you. Happy birthday to Erica, and thank you so much for calling in. I enjoyed the call. It was awesome. Awesome, Alex. Thank you for having me on. Congratulations again, and keep up the good work. All right, I will. Thank you so much for being a great caller tonight. All right, you have a wonderful day, Alex. You too. All right, 300 strong and going. Keep going. (laughs) Bye, bud. So I want to say thank you to Jeremy Stellhorn for calling into our show. So let's get into some fun right now. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for our first guest here on our 300th episode of the American Variety Network. 
I'm very honored to have this guest on my show today. Now, our first guest is going to be my very first professional wrestler that I have the opportunity to interview. Now, you guys know I am a big professional wrestling fan, so I'm very excited about this interview. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, without any further ado, I'd like to welcome our first guest. He is a wrestler and a wrestling instructor, Mr. Eric Carney. Eric, how are you doing today, sir? Good, brother. How are you? Thanks for having me on. You're welcome. I'm really happy to have you here on the show. It's a, a pleasure of mine. You're actually my very first wrestling guest. Well, I'm, uh, I'm honored to be your first wrestling guest. Thank you very much. You're welcome. So, what got you into wrestling? Uh, you know, I've always been a fan. Um, it sounds like you've always been a fan yourself. It was just one of those things that kind of uh, caught my attention as a kid. It's something I've always wanted to do. Uh, and then I started researching it a bit more as I was going through school. Uh, found a wrestling school that was fairly close to me. Uh, and the rest kind of wrote itself. Once I once I stepped in between the ropes, I was hooked. That was it for me. I was never leaving. <laughs> oh, that's very cool. So it sounds like you like to uh, watch wrestling and actually do wrestling, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I was uh, I was a big fan of it when I was younger. Uh, watching guys like Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker. That's what really got me uh, hooked onto it. Um, and it was something that I, I had always wanted to try. Um, and it was just once once I found the school that was that was it. It was I was hooked. I love it. I love everything about it. I love the entertainment aspect, uh, being out there with the fans, uh, the athleticism that so many guys in this industry have. It's just amazing to uh, to compete on that level. Very nice. I actually like Shawn Michaels and Undertaker too. So uh, where are you currently wrestling right now? Uh, right now, it's a lot of Ontario, southern Ontario, um, down where I am, Hamilton, Toronto area, Niagara Falls, St. Catharines. Um, I am uh, going into the States more, so I was in uh, Pittsburgh a few weeks ago. Uh, checked out a show, wasn't on it, but I checked out a show down in New York City uh, this past weekend. Um, so hopefully uh, I can get more into the United States. I'm trying to get my name out there and, uh, and wrestle a lot more down there. But currently, it's all southern Ontario-based. So who was your favorite opponent you wrestled? Oh, that's such a tough one. These guys up here are, are so great, but if uh, if I had to, to put out a couple names, favorite guys would be somebody like uh, Michael Elgin. Some of the best matches have been with him. Uh, now he's currently uh, with ROH. Such a fantastic wrestler. Uh, that's one of these guys from Ontario who's just going to go all the way. Um, Tyson Dukes, who's another huge independent name. Um, and then uh, if I had to go any further than that, it would be, uh, you know, I wrestled Gangrel, former WWE superstar Gangrel. Uh, that was awesome for me. WWE superstar Carlito, that was awesome for oh, me. Oh, nice. Um, so those, those were some of my favorite matches. So what is your finishing maneuver? Uh, right now it's uh, it's called the Cradle Shock. Um, most, most people would have seen it um, from Chris Saban. Uh, before that, diving headbutt, and I used to use the super kick a lot because I was a big Shawn Michaels fan. But as I got into the business a little bit more, uh, stopped using that as a as my finishing move. Moved to the diving headbutt, and uh, now a lot of it is the cradle shock. Very very nice. So, do you ever have plans on going to the WWE? 
that's that's the ultimate goal for me. Um, you know, I, it's it's one of those things that's so hard to get into. It's a it's a one a mil, million shot, uh, and there's so many talented guys that you're competing with to get there. But for me, yes, personally, that is the ultimate goal. Um, I would never turn down something with ROH or TNA or anything like that because I'd love to work for those guys too. But uh, WWE is the is the plan. Um, at the end of March, uh, I'll be down in Dallas, Texas, checking out an Evolve and Dragon Gate uh, USA uh, show down there. Hopefully, I can make some contacts that way and uh, push push further south, push further towards WWE. Sounds very good. Now, I also know that you are a wrestling instructor, right? That is correct, yep. So, where are you currently teaching wrestling? Uh, right now, we're at St. Catharines, Ontario. Uh, it's uh, just a small building that um, myself and my business partner have a ring in. Um, my business partner is Chris Thorne. Uh, he had a couple tryouts with the WWE, never, uh, never got it to a developmental contract, but he was trained by uh, Dory Funk, so he, he knows what he's doing in there. Uh, I've been doing it for nine years, so I feel uh, I feel blessed to be able to uh, pass all my knowledge on to these kids that are wanting to come in and, and try their hand at the wrestling business. Very nice. So did you actually have any uh, wrestlers that made it out into the independent scene or WWE? Uh, no, right now it's been, uh, like, we haven't had it for that long. It's, you know, it's new guys coming in. A um, couple guys who, uh, one of the girls who are on the independent scene, um, she wrestled as the beautiful Bia. I had a hand in uh, training her, helping train her, and she's done very well for herself, wrestling in the States, uh, wrestling all over Ontario. She's come a long way from her first year in the business. So um, that's one of uh, my prize students, I guess, if you want to call it that. I, I had a hand training her. Uh, it wasn't just me, but other than that, no, it's all it's all new students that were haven't even hit the, the indie scene yet. Ah, very nice. So, what would be your message to somebody who wants to be a wrestler? Uh, biggest thing I can, best advice I can give you is search for a school, uh, really commit yourself. This isn't something that you want to go into and, you know, miss classes or not take seriously. The the injuries and the risk factors are very real, uh, so they have to know what they're doing in there. They have to be safe. Um, and it's it's a business that I take a lot of pride in, so I don't like to see guys go out there and not know what they're doing and really kind of dumb down the business and, and make it look bad. So find a wrestling school, uh, get in there, train as hard as you can. Know going in that, you know, sometimes it's going to hurt, but push through it and the rewards are so much better than the pain. So if you can get through that first little bit, it's amazing. Very true. So who are some of your favorite professional wrestlers? Uh, Favorite pro wrestlers, uh, top three would be Shawn Michaels, Undertaker, Mr. Perfect. In that order, ah, those are the guys nice. that, that got me into this. Those are the guys that got me hooked. I uh, loved watching them. It was just uh, it was amazing for me to watch these guys do what they did on TV, and so I had to I had to get into it. Very nice. My my three favorite would be Shawn Michaels, Undertaker, and Sting. And uh, actually, it's nice to see Sting finally in the WWE. What are your thoughts on him and the being in the WWE? 
Uh, I think it's great. I think it's a the the last chapter to an absolutely iconic career. Uh, the WWE is the only thing that's eluded his entire career, so I'm glad that he's there. Um, it's it's amazing. I'm I'm happy for him. I think he likes it. So and I, there's a, so many Sting fans out there from WCW who get to turn into WWE and see him do his thing one last time. Do you think he'll have a couple more matches, or do you think he's all done now? Uh, the hope is he has a couple more matches, but uh, unfortunately I think he may be done, not cleared to go anymore. But uh, I would love to see him do a few more, maybe another WrestleMania. Maybe that I would love to see, because I was a big Sting fan too in WCW, so um, I, w- I would love to see him do a couple more matches. So fingers crossed that he's he's healthy enough to do that. Yeah, the good news is he's one of the active competitors to uh, be inducted in the Hall of Fame and still be under contract, so that's pretty good. That's a good sign. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. So I know we're actually on the road to WrestleMania right now, so what are some of your favorite WrestleMania matches? Oh, man, there's so many of them, uh, and a lot of them include Shawn Michaels. <laughs> um, but if I had to pick... Uh, uh, WrestleMania 20 stands out for me. Triple H, Chris Benoit, and Shawn Michaels. Uh, WrestleMania 21, Shawn Michaels versus Kurt Angle. Um, when I was younger, uh, WrestleMania 10, Bret Hart versus Owen Hart. Such an amazing match. Um, the the latter match between Razor Ramon and Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 10. Um, you can go back even further than that. Uh, WrestleMania 8 had uh, Bret Hart versus Rowdy Piper. So good. Um, the uh, the Edge and Undertaker match at WrestleMania 28, Eddie Guerrero versus Kurt Angle at WrestleMania 20. I mean, they were all just top notch top notch matches. Uh, makes you want to be a fan again for those years that you know they were kind of up and down, and then you watch matches like that, and it just gets you hooked right back in again. Awesome, those are all great matches, and uh, Shawn Michaels is Mr. WrestleMania, so a lot of my favorite WrestleMania matches are from him as well. Yeah, he's he's fantastic. I I love him. I don't think I've ever seen him have a bad match. Um, two of two of my other favorites from him were against the Undertaker, WrestleMania 25 and 26. So good, so emotional when he when he retired. It was uh, you know he's just fantastic. Yeah, that's true. I'm actually uh, very proud of him for never coming back after retirement. Ric Flair, when he retired, went to TNA and wrestled again. Yeah, and, uh, you know, that kind of, that always got to me. That was one of my arguments with people because uh, I always wanted to see Shawn Michaels come back. And uh, I don't know if it's true, but apparently he uh, he had told The Undertaker that he, he won once he retired. He was done. Um, and I felt like, you know, they did the WrestleMania 24. They did Shawn Michaels versus Ric Flair retirement match. It was supposed to be Ric Flair's last match. And then he goes out and, and goes to TNA. So, you know, was it disrespectful to Shawn Michaels? Maybe, maybe not. I guess it depends what side you're looking at it from. But um, I'm I'm glad that uh, as much as I'd love to see him see him back, I'm glad that he kind of stuck to his word and uh, did his last match with The Undertaker, who were my two top favorites of all time. So that was awesome for me, and I watched it. That's a very good point. So, I guess this year the WWE is trying to go all out with this WrestleMania and, and break the, Wrestle, the WrestleMania attendance record of WrestleMania 3, but there's a lot of injuries right now. But what matches do you want to see at this year's WrestleMania? 
Uh, you know, it's it's going to be hard for them to break that attendance record. A hundred thousand seat stadium. Um, you know, I don't know that they they necessarily have the depth to be able to do it. But uh, if I had to to pick a match that I'd really want to see, uh, probably be AJ Styles versus Kevin Owens. Um, or to elaborate on that a little bit more, AJ Styles versus Kevin Owens versus Neville versus Dean Ambrose, I think would just absolutely steal the show. That would be a match that would cause me. I mean, I have the WWE Network, but that would be a match that would cause me to pay fifty or sixty or seventy dollars to buy WrestleMania just to watch that match. That sounds like a really good match. I think that's a match that they might not going might end up going with at WrestleMania. I would love to see it. It would be they would they would tear the roof off the building. Those those four guys are unbelievable. Um, you know, they they came up uh, working each other. Um, you know, down in the states, other promotions. So they would they they know each other really well, and it would just be it would flow so smoothly. It'd be fantastic. I agree. I think I think this match is going to happen, but I I'd love to see uh, Triple H versus Roman Reigns for the title at WrestleMania. Yeah, I don't see. I don't. I don't think that would, that match would uh, would sell out the arena. I think it's going to happen anyways. Um, but you know, I think I'd rather see Brock Lesnar in the the main event than Roman Reigns. Not that I'm I'm against Roman Reigns. Um, I just don't know if Triple H versus Roman Reigns is the match to sell a hundred thousand seats. Yeah, that's that's definitely a, a good point. I guess they'd have to enforce The Rock and uh, Shawn Michaels into it if they wanted to at least get eighty thousand. Yeah. So and and that could very well be the route they're taking. Um, so you know, if that's what it is, it'll be cool to see The Rock out there. It'll be cool to see Shawn Michaels out there. Uh, but again, do they sell a hundred thousand seats with it? Probably not. That's true. But who knows? Well, I want to think things change so much in wrestling. Yeah, that's true. You're definitely right about that. Well, I want to thank you for being here on the 300th episode. This was a very fun interview. No problem. Thank you very much for having me. I know we tried to do this a while ago, but uh, I'm glad I got to be, number one, your first uh, wrestling guest, and number two, on your 300th episode. That's amazing. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I'm very honored. We'll have you on again some point. I, I love chatting wrestling. Perfect. I'm uh, I'm all for it. Whenever you want, you let me know. All right. You have a great night now. You too, brother. Take it easy. Okay. Bye-bye. That was awesome. I am happy to have finally interviewed my very first wrestler. And I'm definitely going to have Eric Carney back on the American Variety Network at some point. Ooh. All right, I see we have another caller here on our 300th episode, and I'm going to go ahead and bring this caller on the show. Hi, you're now live on the 300th episode of the American Variety Network. Thank you very much for calling in. Hi, Alex. This is Donna Maloney. I'm calling to congratulate you on your 300th episode. Hi, Donna. Thank you so much for calling in, and thank you so much for the congratulations. Oh, you're very welcome. You must be very excited. 
Yeah, I am. I never thought I'd reach 300 episodes. It's quite the feat. I'm really excited about it. And you've done a fine job. I really enjoy listening to you. Thank you. Happy Valentine's Day. Same to you. What are your plans? Tomorrow I'm going to be cooking for my family. I'm going to make some uh, chicken parmesan and baked ziti and some desserts. Yum. Sounds great. You have, you have nice. a very lucky family. <laughs> yeah, I, I love my family. <laughs> They're great people, huh? Yeah, I consider you part of my family. Well, I am your family. I am your family. So uh, what do you have planned for your show? What are you doing for it? I'm going to be having a a very big celebration tonight. I'm going to be um, talking about how I started podcasting. I have some awesome guests and stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, I wish you the best of luck. And I am very very proud of you. You've, You've done a great job. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for calling in. I enjoyed this wonderful call. You're welcome, and have a wonderful Valentine's Day, and I will talk to you soon. All right, talk to you soon. I really love this call. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Awesome. Two callers already on this wonderful 300th episode. And speaking of callers, this is going to be the part of the show where I'm expecting callers the most. Fish keepers, this is the time of the show you've been waiting for. Welcome to the KFC Prize Giveaway. You can be either a freshwater tropical fish keeper or a saltwater tropical fish keeper. KFC will be sending you some goodies. KFC has African sickness substrate, freshwater chemicals, live sand, such as Luigi Pink and Hawaiian Black, Life Rock, the perfect alternative to Live Rock without the unwanted pest like bristle worms and those other awful pests. Now, I can tell you that you will be very proud and excited and will like what KMC sends you. You know, back in November, KMC surprised me with over 75 pounds of life rock and two bottles of coral up. So I know they will surprise you. KFC is an amazing company, and I am honored to be working with them. And I'm also excited to give something back to you, the fish keepers. Now, whoever wins this prize should send me their tank size, the fish living in their tank, and whether it's a freshwater or saltwater tank, I ask the winner to please email me at American Variety Network at Comcast.net with their current tank situation. And uh, I'd love to know what kind of fish you have because it will help 
KMC decide what to give you exactly. And also, let me know if you have any calls or inverts as well. So, let's get into how you actually win a prize. To win a prize, all you have to do is call in at one three four seven nine eight nine. 8142 and answer my trivia questions. Now, I'm going to give you all a few minutes to research and find the correct answers to my trivia questions. But if you are a saltwater fish keeper, this should be really easy for you. The first person to call in and correctly answer my questions wins. Only one winner for this show, unfortunately, unless you have both a freshwater and saltwater tank, or if you have a relative who has a freshwater tank or a saltwater tank as well. Again, to win a prize from Carib Sea, all you've got to do is call in 1347-989-8142 and answer my trivia question correctly. Here are the trivia questions. Name two different kinds of maroon clownfish. Name two different kinds of ocellaris clownfish and name two different kinds of tangs. It's as simple as that, folks. So give me two kinds of maroon clowns, two kinds of ocellaris clowns, and tangs. Now, if you go on the ORA website, you can see a variety of different maroon clowns and ocellaris clowns. So I just gave you a big hint, hint, hint. So I should expect to see some callers in a minute here. Now, I have many different kinds of these fish. Now, most of the clownfish and tangs are fairly hardy, but tangs can get ick really fast but it can heal quickly, too. And I plan on doing a show talking about tangs and ick and how to cure ick in a saltwater aquarium. Oh, wow, I see we have four callers. I wonder which one to pick. Well, to be fair, I'm going to go ahead and go with the first caller. Okay, looks like we have our first caller here on the Care of Sea prize giveaway. Hi, you are now live on the 300th episode, and thank you for calling in. Hey, Alex, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing great. How are you? Doing great, man. Uh, your show's going great so far. Thank you. I really appreciate that. So, would you like to win some KRC prizes? Well, Yeah. <laughs> So do you know I'm my ready, uh, ans- do you know my answers to my trivia questions? I do. Are you ready? Yes, I am. Okay, gold striped maroon clown, black and white clown, snowflake clown, blue hippo tang, and the nasso. You're correct. Congratulations. 
Sweet. Uh, you won the KFC prize. So I'm actually going to give you a prize, and I'll give uh, Ramolius a saltwater prize, too. Awesome, man. This is amazing. I appreciate it, dude. You're welcome. I know you have, you have African cichlids, so I know that you'll uh, appreciate it. Oh, yeah, man. I'm super stoked, man. Uh, I appreciate the uh, chance to be able to win this. This is amazing. You're welcome. I figured you and Ramolius would benefit from it. Oh, yeah. We, we we love the hobby, man. There's just, you can't get any better than uh, the fish hobby, regardless of what you're keeping, man. That's true. Congratulations. Thanks, man. You have a uh, great evening, and I hope you have a good rest of your show. Thank you very much. I will. This is a blast. I love this Stranger's episode. Oh, that's amazing, man. Well, you have a good one. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, congratulations to Donovan and Ramolius for winning the 300th episode KFC prize. Now, the other three callers, do not be discouraged. I may have something for you as well, and I certainly will be doing another KFC prize giveaway on my 350th episode in a few months. Now, that we're talking about saltwater fish, I would say that I have most of the fish that Donovan mentioned. I have a gold striped maroon in my 120-gallon tank. I have the black and white clownfish in my brother's nano tank. I actually gave them to my brother Jimmy. And I have the blue hippo tang. And I had a naso tang, but unfortunately he passed away and he caused an illness in my display tank. He gave my hippo tang ick and a couple other fish. So I'm curing my 120 right now. And I figured this would be the time to talk about a new saltwater adventure that I am doing. Now, earlier this week, I met a wonderful guy by the name of Jason Landon. He is a very knowledgeable, knowledgeable man, and I have the utmost respect and honor of talking with this guy. He has uh, shared a lot of his saltwater knowledge with me, and I've learned a lot from him. Now, Jason and I have created a New England saltwater group on Facebook. We have a wonderful other admin by the name of Keith Norman. The name of our group is New England Saltwater Aquarists, and it's a saltwater group that deals with people who have saltwater aquariums in the New England area. And we started this group on Thursday, I believe, and we are already at 100 members. Now, it is our goal to make it one of the most popular groups on Facebook, and we want to get as many uh, of the New England saltwater keepers as we can. 
And I have a goal that I and Jason and Keith would like to start a New England saltwater fish farm and get a uh, good following on that. So if you are a saltwater fish keeper here in New England, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, New Hampshire, Connecticut, Vermont, wherever you are, come join our group, New England Saltwater Aquarist, on Facebook, and you will enjoy being a part of our group because we are a laid-back saltwater group, and we love chatting saltwater fish. We're going to have contests and raffles and things of that nature, and in two weeks, two weeks, I'm going to hold my first prize giveaway on the group. So if you are a saltwater enthusiast in New England, check out our group once again. That is salt, uh, New England Saltwater Aquarist. It's New England Saltwater Aquarist. You guys should uh, check it out. You're going to like it. All right? And I'm going to make a commercial for this group. I'll air it on all of my episodes, and I hope that it turns into a awesome experience for all three of us involved and most importantly our members Keith and Jason combined have a lot of knowledge on the um, saltwater hobby more knowledge than I can ever think of so you guys are in good hands so if you ever have any problems with your saltwater tank Keith and Jason will gladly answer your questions all right, let's switch gears now to Valentine's Day, because Valentine's Day is tomorrow, our first holiday of 2016. You know, even though I'm single, I still like celebrating Valentine's Day. So I know that a lot of us are good cooks and good bakers, so... I would like to give out some Valentine's treats that you can make for Valentine's Day tomorrow. Now, I think this is the best breakfast anyone could have on Valentine's Day. And that is red velvet pancakes with cream cheese icing. This is really simple to make, guys. All you got to do is get a Duncan Hines red velvet cake mix, preheat your griddle or a skillet with some nonstick cooking spray, mix together your red velvet cake mix as usual, and use a quarter cup measuring cup and place the batter on your griddle or your skillet and cook two minutes per side. And then you can take the red velvet pancakes off of the griddle or skillet and make your cream cheese icing simply by mixing one eight-ounce package of cream cheese with a half cup of powdered sugar and a little bit of vanilla extract. And bada-bang, you have red velvet pancakes. Really, really good. If I had a girlfriend, I would make her red velvet pancakes on Valentine's Day. Up next, we have for a dessert, a.k.a. snack, because I don't know if you're like me, but sometimes I have desserts as a snack. You can make a chocolate brownie pudding. Yes, I said it, brownie pudding. 
Now, this is similar, very similar to a lava cake, but easier to make. And this is great for some of you out there, like myself, who have a crock pot. You can simply make this in a crock pot by simply throwing in your brownie mix from a box and mixing all the ingredients together. Throw that into your crock pot along with some chocolate fudge pudding. Set it on low for four hours. And bada-bang! You've got chocolate brownie pudding that you can serve on Valentine's night or after your dinner. You can also make red velvet cake. A lot of people love red velvet cake. You can make chocolate forest cake, which is a chocolate cake with cherries and blueberries and uh, whipped cream. That is very good. And for your entree, you can make some sort of Italian food like baked ziti, chicken parmesan, chicken marsala, or you can go the classic American route, maybe have a filet mignon, maybe some surf and turf with a lobster or shrimp, or you can even have Chinese food, or like millions of Americans, you can go out to eat, go to a nice fine dining restaurant, and have dessert at home. So that's just a little bit of preview of the Valentine's Day talk that's going to be on our Valentine's Day show tomorrow here on American Variety Network. So, what a great way to start our historic 300th episode. We are one full hour in, and I'm having a blast. Woo! All right, so I'm going to go ahead and take my quick commercial break. Now, during this commercial break, I'm going to play two songs followed by our quick commercials and my one show reminder for the American Variety Network. Now, don't you go anywhere. Don't click X on that browser. I will be mad if you do because I have a lot of amazing stuff coming up next. Coming up next, next. Up next on this fun 300th episode bash, our special main event guest, Mike from Mass Aquariums. More phone calls, a chat on the future of American Variety Network, and an announcement of our new series coming to the American Variety Network, and a discussion of my favorite episodes so far, and more music. Feel free to call in at 1-347-989-8142. Now, let's get the celebration started with some music.
a celebration to last throughout the year. So bring your good times and your laughter too. We gon' celebrate your party with you. Come on now. And have a good time Celebration We go celebrate And have a good time It's time to come together It's up to you What's your pleasure
products such as live sand for saltwater aquariums, which will help cycle your aquarium. Life Rock, the best and safest alternative to live rock without the unwanted pest. The best line of aquarium chemicals for both fresh and salt water. Next time you need quality products for your tank, give Carib Sea a try. Check us out at CaribSea.com. School of Fish, Inc., Western Massachusetts' finest tropical fish store, providing Western Mass fish keepers with quality livestock, from freshwater fish to saltwater fish, corals, live rocks, and live plants, to quality products such as Instant Ocean, Aquion, Marine Land, and Aqua Forest, the best salt mix on the market for saltwater fish keepers. Western Mass Fish Keepers, stop by and see for yourself why School of Fish, Inc. is such a range in the fish hobby in Western Massachusetts. Check them out at 1865 Page Boulevard in Indian Orchard, Massachusetts, or give them a call at 413-543-1994, www.schooloffishinc.com, and School of Fish Inc. on Facebook. I am a proud supporter of Live Aquaria. Live Aquaria offers... 
words, quality live fish shipped straight to your door. Freshwater fish, freshwater inverts, live plants, saltwater fish, saltwater inverts, coral, and live rock are all offered at Lies Aquaria. If you are a serious saltwater hobbyist, then you need to check out the Diver's Den from Live Aquaria, where you can find fish like purple canes, angelfish, and pufferfish. Check out Live Aquaria at www.liveaquaria.com. This message is endorsed by American Variety Network and Alice Cardinelli. Valentine's Day on American Variety Network. There will be a show you can all love. Live, Sunday, February 14th, 2016, at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I, Alice Cardinelli, celebrate Valentine's Day with all of you, my listeners. Here, my tips for a romantic Valentine's night. Here are my tips to all the single folks out there, like myself. And here are some awesome Valentine's love talk. Ladies, come join me this Valentine's Day, Sunday, February 14th at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. BlogTalkRadio.com forward slash American Network. You're listening to the American Variety Network. Your only place for variety on Blog Talk Radio. Is it the 300th episode already? Yeah, right. Yes, it is. Tonight, American Variety Network and I proudly celebrate 300 episodes.
and a privilege to have Mike from Mass here. So, let's get right to the interview with Mike from Mass Aquariums. Unfortunately, this is a two-year-old interview because Mike has had a new child this week, and I'd like to wish congratulations on Mike and his wife for entering a new child. into the world, but I decided that it would be better to play an older interview than not have him on the show at all. Enjoy, folks. So, Mike, my first question to you is, how long have you been in the fish keeping hobby, and why would you recommend others to enter the fish keeping hobby? This is Mike from Mass. My channel is Mass Aquariums, and I really appreciate you having me on. You've been in the hobby on and off for about 20 years. Obviously, when I was a kid, well, not obviously, but when I was a kid, I had tanks like crazy, 10 gallons, 20 longs, 40s, 50 talls. You know, I'd throw a bunch of fish in. Little kid, you know, not realizing what I was throwing in. Whatever I liked at the fish store, I'd pick out, I want that one, that one, that one. You know, my dad would let me put them in the tank, and we'd see how it goes. And I'd buy some plants, throw them in. I've always planted the tank going for me. And every time I'd come home from college, I'd check it out, and he, he really took care of it for me. But as of recently, the past year, I've uh, got back into it. I've uh, got the hobby, you know, back in my blood. Really excited about it. Been spending a lot of time, as you can see. And so really I've been in it for strong about the last seven, eight months and I've grown to love it all over again. Now my question for you is, what do you love best about Oscars? Because I know you have a nice Oscar you just got back. What I love best about Oscars is their personality. Oscars have amazing personalities. When I wake up in the morning and I walk down to my fish room, there is Gizmo greeting me. And Oscars are known for their wonderful personalities. Plus, Oscars grow very large, 12 to 16 inches. So I can have a monster that won't get about two or three feet. I have one that will grow to a maximum size of a foot and a foot and a half, or maybe over a foot and a half. But Oscars are monsters that you can host in your home aquarium, provided you have a 55-gallon, 75-gallon, or 125-gallon, you can keep Oscars. I also like how Oscars eat a lot. Oscars will eat like piggies, like me. That's why I like Oscars, too. They're not just one little fish that you'll feed maybe once or twice a day. Um, you're you're going to feed your Oscars a lot once or twice a day. I do, and it does nothing to the, it doesn't affect the fish, as some experts might say. Um, but Oscars love to eat, and that's why I really like them as well. Plus, they're very easy to keep. Now, I just did a top 10 series on the Oscars, so check that out for more information on Oscars as well. I really love my Oscars. Oscars are my favorite fish of all time, as you, okay? Now, Mike, my second question for you. What is your favorite fish? Right now, yeah, but the Praycock is very underrated. It's very tough to find. They have beautiful blue 
shimmer and their red tails really pop when they swim around and yeah those are my three really love those three Bosmani, Praycox and the most underrated rainbow is the Australian rainbow very very beautiful fish now my question for you is what is your favorite fish good question Mike what is my favorite fish well the question, my answer to that question is a lot of fish because I've been in this hobby for a long time, so I like multiple species of fish. But I'll give you my top five favorite fish. Number one, Oscars. Number two, Jack Dempsey's. Number three, Angelfish. Number four, the Discus. And number five, any of the silver dollar species. I love the Mylosoma um, silver dollars. I love the Mylias Shumbaki, the black bar silver dollar. And I love the Mylias Aurora Pinus. The red of silver dollars. So I have a lot of favorite fish, but I just gave you my top five favorite fish. Just for to show you how long I've been in the hobby and how much fish I have kept in the hobby. So I love this fish keeping hobby. I love all my fish. So all my fish would be a favorite fish of mine as well. All right. So my next question for you, Mike. I know you're a big into plants. I know you love raising aqu aquatic plants or aquarium plants. So I want to know, and my listeners and my subscribers want to know, what plant is a good plant for the beginners? In other words, what plant is good for beginner fish keepers who want to enter into the world of aquatic plants? Now, as you know, if you watch my channel, Mass Aquariums, you know I love the plant to tank. Uh, I learned a lot of my stuff from ADU and Dustin's Fish Tanks and Cloud9 Aquariums. I, right now, run mostly beginner plants. I do run a few, I would say medium to, you know, high plants with that need CO2 and high light, but for a beginner plant, for the Aquarius about to get, you know, into planted tanks, I would say three plants that I think are going to be really good for the beginner. Anubius, Amazon Sword, and Jungle Bell. Now they all require very low maintenance, low nutrients, low light, and they will grow like crazy. Especially jungle bell. You can plant it and that is the type of plant that will produce runners and they will grow like crazy. Especially jungle bell. You can plant it and that is the type of plant that will produce runners and just keep going on and on. You can replant it, you can cut them, you can move them around. Anubius, a very low light plant. You can tie it to pretty much anything, rocks, driftwood, and you don't need a lot of a lot of light, you don't need a lot of ferts, and you don't need a lot of CO2, and that plant will thrive big time. Amazon sword is a staple in almost all planted, you know, all planted aquariums. I have uh, a couple pygmy swords here, and I have a uh, red melon sword. Those plants will grow, same thing, low light, low ferts, and they will really, really make your tank beautiful and low maintenance. If you have low lights, low farts, and you'll really, you'll have a lot of luck with them and they, they will make your tank very, very beautiful. My question for you is, would you ever think about starting a highly planted tank? Yes, I would love to enter into the world of aquatic plant keeping. I would. 
maybe in the future, because right now I have been given the permission to get a nano tank, and I'm deciding between a nano saltwater reef tank or a nano saltwater tank with clownfish or maybe a freshwater nano tank with some plants in it. I will, and I repeat, I will have a freshwater planted tank in sometime in my fish keeping um, life because I love the plants. I love looking at the beauty of these plants. Now, I want to do a planted tank with some Remy-nose tetras, with some neon tetras, with some cardinal tetras, and maybe some discus. So maybe in the near future, this 75-gallon right behind me will be, become a 75-gallon planted tank with angelfish, discus, and Remy-nose tetras. That would be a beautiful tank, wouldn't it, Mike? I would love that tank. So, yes, I will be having a planted tank in the future as well. Now, now my next question for you, you're probably going to love, Mike, and that is um, – what do you enjoy the most about going to your local fish stores? So, if that question came in kind of confusing, what do you enjoy the most about going to the local fish store, Mike? Local fish store. What isn't the most thing I like about my local fish store? I have three kids, and let me tell you, every time I go to the local fish store, I got to bring at least two of them, my two boys, or I got to bring my girl, or one and one. And let me tell you, my local fish store probably doesn't like me all that much because they wreak havoc. They run up and down the aisles. No matter how many times I tell them, don't tap on the tank, don't do this, don't do that. You know, you can't control boys. I got a four-year-old and a six-year-old and they, they love fish too, but they love to look at them and they love to wreak havoc. My favorite thing about going to the local fish store is when I get to go with nobody but myself. I'll go there. I don't even need to buy anything. I just want to look at what they have for stock. I like to talk to the owner. My local fish store is Oceans of Pets. It's uh, right next to me, and they really take care of you. They have a reward system, unlike PetSmart and Petco, where, you know, at my local fish store, when you buy stuff, you actually get points, and you get a lot of store credit when you buy stuff. The best, best thing I love about my local fish store is they take care of you. They will let you know what is in their tank, where they bought it, was it quarantined, uh, how long it's been in their tank, whether or not you should actually buy it, whether or not it's good for your tank. They don't just want to sell you the fish and they don't know anything about it. They love telling you about the fish and whether or not it should go in your tank. I absolutely love just going there, even if it's 20 minutes, a half hour, and just walking around, looking at the tanks, just what is your favorite seafood dish to cook? Mine is any type of scampi. Shrimp, haddock, squid, any type of scampi. Loaded with wine, butter, garlic, and lemon, and I absolutely love it. Serve it over some pasta, absolutely beautiful. A great last question there, Chef Mike, Chef Boy. Great question. I'm a chef, too, so I love that question. Now, before I answer that question, I want to get you on my cooking show, Chef Mike. So whenever you're free, hit me up so you can be a guest on my cooking show. I love interviewing other chefs on my cooking show. So check it out, Mike, blogtalkradio.com forward slash Chef Alex Carnelli, 2014. Now, I'm going to start off my answer for your question kind of sad. I'm allergic to shellfish. Yes, I can't eat shellfish because I have allergies. But I do love to eat fish. 
Not freshwater fish, but saltwater fish, of course. Now, I love the classic New England fish and chips. Man, I make the best fish and chips in town, I think. I love it. I make fish and chips with attic, cod, and sometimes even flounder I can make fish and chips with. I love a good classic fish and chips. Now, I also love a haddock franchise, which is kind of similar to your scampi a little bit, but I don't use garlic. I use more wine, either sherry or white wine, a lot of lemon juice, some flour and roux, and that's my classic haddock franchise. Now, I also love scrod. I love slow, uh, sole Florentine. I love a lot of fish dishes. I'm a big fan of salmon as well. So, a great last question there, Chef Mike. So, thanks for having me on your Q&A. This is Mike from Mass. My channel is Mass Aquariums. And uh, I hope this satisfies the needs of your YouTube Fish Keepers channel. And this is Mike from Mass. And I'm out. Well, Mike, thank you so much for participating in this great Fish Cape Presented question and answer here on the YouTube channel. I had fun doing it, Mike. Thank you so much. We'll love to have you on again in the future. Now, please subscribe to Mike's channel, Mass Aquariums, here on YouTube. YouTube.com forward slash Mass Aquariums. I also want to give a shout out to Mr. William T from Discus Euphoria for making this video possible. Thank you, um, William, for that as well. We hope you enjoyed our second Fish Keeping United Q&A. Now, if you want to be on a Q&A, please email me at aquaticwetline.outlook.com. Again, at aquaticwetline at outlook.com. And I would love to do a Q&A with you. All right? And I'm looking for a fourth Q&A to do because on the third Q&A, I'm going to have William T. on again. So, with that being said, it's a wrap. Go Yankees! And thank you for watching this episode of Fish Keepers Q&A. Gizmo and I say goodbye. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that interview was from two years ago on my YouTube channel, and eventually I would like to uh, get him back on my show in a recent update, but it was awesome to have him on the show. So... I see another caller here in the studio. Awesome! But I see we have another caller here on our 300th episode, so I'm going to go ahead and uh, answer this call. Hi, you're now live on the 300th episode of American Variety Network. Thank you for calling in. Oh, I'm so, I'm so psyched because uh, 300 episodes, that's so awesome. Thank you, Auntie Cheryl. I appreciate your call. <laughs> yeah, they've all been really great episodes. So. Thank you. I appreciate that. I have fun doing them. Yeah, I know you do. Some of them are real funny. Some of them are very informative. But they're all good. Thank and you. I'm, I'm glad you, you enjoy I'm, them. I'm proud of you as my uh, nephew for doing these broadcasts. I know how much work you put into them. 
Yeah, they're a lot of work, but they're fun, and a lot of yeah. the community members enjoy them. Yeah. So do you get a lot of calls on this one? Yeah, I think you're like the fourth or fifth one, if I remember correctly. Oh, awesome. Yeah, people love my show. Yeah, if you've had this for 300 episodes, then you must have a good following. Yeah, I love all yeah. my listeners. They're like my friends. Yeah, well, that's great. Is this the um, the food one, or which one is this? This is actually a, a network. A network. I combined them all in one show. That way, I get more listeners. Oh, did you? So you do the um, the um, mixology with the uh, culinary arts. Yep, I do the cooking show, the fish show, and uh, talk show, and wrestling show on this show. Oh wow! I saw a fish tank last night. I was thinking of you. They have one. Uh, it was huge. It had to be over a hundred gallons, and uh, it was right into the wall. And uh, behind the wall, they must have had an automatic feeder because oh, nice. uh, yeah, the food would come down, and all the fish would like room. They'd run up to it, and uh, I kept seeing them do that. And I'm like, wow, they must have an automatic feeder up there. But they had some, they were all um, African cichlids. But some of them are really pretty. Like, I like the neon blue ones. Oh, those are cool. Where was yeah. that at? Uh, out in Holyoke. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, for, I forgot to see your tank the other day. I heard you got a lot more uh, clown loaches, and, and I want to see your trigger fish. Yeah, and you're going to love them. Yeah, My saltwater fish. Has your puffer grown at all? Yeah, he's doing really well, the yellow belly dog face. I love him. Yeah, those are really cool. I love those. I think we used to have one of those. But uh, did you get a moray eel yet? Yeah, I have a snowflake one. You do? Oh, cool. Yeah. Do you have, like, little caves and stuff you can go into? Because that's what they do. They hide in little caves. Yeah, he hides in my rock and my sand all the time. Yeah, you gotta um, see if you can find some rocks with like uh, that he can cave in, because that's what they do. And then they pop out of them like when they see a fish go by that they want to eat. <laughs> like me. <laughs> Did you see his teeth? Yeah, when it, when they yeah, bagged they him at the fish teeth. store, I saw them. Yeah, that, those are hardy fish. Let me tell you. Never forget when mine jumped out of the tank and he's on the the floor and I went to pick him up and he sprung up like a snake and he had his mouth open with his teeth like he was going to bite me. <laughs> so I freaked out and I called my, I called my friend to come over and get him and and it was like an hour later and I thought he was dead and my friend went to pick him up and he did the same thing again. He sprung up and I'm like, holy shit, he's still alive after an hour. <laughs> yep, and uh, we got him back in the tank with gloves and stuff and still doing his thing. <laughs> yeah, they're they're very hardy fish. That's what I like about them. Yeah. yeah, and the clown loaches, those are like little puppies. I love them. They're so cool. Do they, like, start wagging their tails when they see you now? Yeah, they're, they're awesome. Don't they remind you? Of, they always remind me of puppies because they know who feeds them. And when they see you coming, because they're very intelligent, all those saltwater fish, 
But the clown loaches, when they see you coming, they know who you are, and uh, they start wagging their tails and stuff. <laughs> so cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. They're exactly like a puppy, yeah. in, in my opinion. Yeah, but I'll tell you, those saltwater fish are very intelligent. Like I said, they know, you know, a whole bunch of people can go in there and they won't react, but when the person walks in that feeds them, they all start getting excited. That's what used to happen on my tank when I had that 100 gallons. So they know who you are. That's true. like, Like cats and dogs. It's so cool. I like the uh, saltwater fish better than freshwater myself. I'm glad I yeah. finally have a tank now. Well, they're beautiful, aren't they? Yeah, they're very awesome looking. Yeah, they're gorgeous. Um, are you having problems, like, keeping uh, the water balance and the salt balance? A little bit, but not really. I'm, do- I'm using yeah. uh, one of the best uh, salt mixes they have out there. You got a good yeah. filter? Yeah, the fish store helped me out. Yeah, because, you know, uh, the filters for salt tanks are a little different than the uh, fresh water. That's true. Yeah. But it was nice talking to you, Alex, and I'm really proud of you. 300 shows. Yay! Yeah, that's true. I'll have to get your autograph when I see you. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll sign a t-shirt for you. <laughs> yeah, well, you have to make some of those uh, little poster things you made. Uh, you'll have to print them out and give them to people. <laughs> make signed It's copies. a good idea. Yeah, send them to your listeners, signed. That's a really good idea, actually. Yeah. Okay, well, I love you, buddy, and keep up the good work. I love you, too. Thank you so much for taking the time to call in. Yeah, no problem. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Happy happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Love you. Love you, too. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. Awesome. It's been a long time since my Aunt Cheryl called into one of my episodes. I believe the last time was on my 100th episode three years ago for the Chef Cardinelli cooking show. So right now, I want to discuss the future of the American Variety Network. Now, don't worry. The American Variety Network is not going anywhere That's right, the American Variety Network isn't going anywhere. We're staying right here on Blog Talk Radio, and I'm going to attempt to do some more interesting shows. Now, I am working on doing at least two live on-location broadcasts for 2016. I did quite a few in 2014, and I was only able to do one in 2015, and that was the show of the year at Six Flags. So this year, I'd like to do at least a few. I want to do one at Six Flags again, and I'd like to do another fish store one and a few at a restaurant. I think that would be pretty interesting. So expect some more live on location 
broadcast. I'm going to work my butt off to make sure that it does happen. Now, expect some new series to start right after this episode. I'm going to be debuting some new series, and some of these new series include a new show, a crime show, and a few others. And in a few minutes here, I'm going to tell you about these new series. But I would like to announce that after tomorrow's Valentine's Day show, I'm going to take a quick two-week hiatus from podcast because I've been going nonstop since Thanksgiving. I've been going all hands-on since November, and I'm starting to get a little bit worn out, so I'm going to take the next two weeks off. However, in those next two weeks, I'll still be doing the show on Saturdays, and that's my new series, Saturday Live with Alex Cardinelli, and it's a very popular series, getting a lot of listens already so far in only two shows, and... Um, I'm really excited about that. Uh, and next Saturday, Saturday Live with Alice Cardinelli returns. So my plans for American Variety Network are for this show to be one of the most popular networks here on Blog Talk Radio. Wacko Network, which is one of the most popular networks on Blog Talk Radio, has jumped ship to somewhere else. So I'm hoping that American Variety Network will take over where Wacko left off. I will do whatever it takes, whatever it takes, to be one of the most popular networks here on uh, Blog Talk Radio. So... Let's talk about some new series coming to the American Variety Network after our two-week hiatus. Well, I'm going to debut a birthday celebration series where I'm going to celebrate the birthdays of my friends and my listeners on live radio. That's right. I'll be doing birthday celebration episodes. Now, I have no clue on how popular they're going to be or how well they're going to do, but there's only one way to find out, and that is do them. And we're going to start on March 7th, and I'm going to celebrate my friend Donovan Barger's birthday on March 7th. Also, I'm going to do a birthday celebration for Jeremy Stellhorn. Now, what I'm going to do during these shows is play the person's favorite music, their person's favorite comedian, or a television show, and have a blast. So, if any of you, my listeners, have a special someone's birthday, and you'd like me to do a birthday celebration for them, please email me at AmericanVarietyNetwork at Comcast.net with the date of their birthday and their name. I would be more than happy to do a birthday celebration for you. Now, the day after the birthday celebrations debut, I'm debuting my new show, 
on March 8th. You know, I like watching the local news and United States news. I follow the recent news, so I figured I would debut a news and current event show to keep you, my listeners, up to date. So the name of this news show is going to be Weekly News Hour, and that's going to debut on March 8th. Now, coming to the Chef Cardinale Cooking Show on American Variety Network is Cooking School with Chef Alice Cardinale, and that debuts on March 15th. Now, Cooking School with Chef Alice Cardinale is going to be essentially a culinary school podcast where I'm going to have a special co-host who is going to ask me questions, and I'm going to answer the questions from my culinary book and also from my Thursday certification. So if you are looking to get into culinary arts or better yourself as a home cook, this culinary school radio podcast may be for you. And that debuts on... Um, March 15th, 2016. And last but not least, I'm going to do a sports show, a Major League Baseball 2016 talk show, and that's going to debut opening day of Major League Baseball. So those are just some of the new series that are going to debut here on American Variety Network, and I'm going to continue doing all of my other amazing series. So this is going to be wonderful. All right. Wow. Do I really see two more calls in the studio? This is awesome. Thank you guys so much for the love for calling in tonight. Okay, so we have another caller here on our 300th episode. Hi, you're now live on the 300th episode. Thank you so much for calling in. You're so welcome. Congratulations on your 300th episode. Thank you, Diane. How are you doing today, Diane? I'm doing fine. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. It's a great weekend. I'm glad to be uh, celebrating 300 episodes tonight. And uh, I want to wish you a happy Valentine's Day while you're here. Thank you, and happy Valentine's Day to you. Thank you. What are you doing for Valentine's Day tomorrow? I'm going to spend it with a lovely family, and that would be your family. Awesome. I really appreciate that. Yeah, I can't wait for us to uh, hang out tomorrow. I'm going to make a nice meal for us, chicken parm and big feedy. Oh, how nice. And then we can have some... What's that? I said, and then we can have some uh, Coke and Bacardi. (laughs) Yes, we can. (laughs) We'll have plenty of that. Yes. (laughs) Uh, I have a blast with you on New Year's. I'm going to have a blast on Valentine's Day. There you go. Every holiday. That'll be our tradition. Yes. (laughs) So what is your favorite drink? A Bacardi and Coke is my favorite. Me too. (laughs) How? Yeah. Well, good drink. I like Mike's Hard Lemonade too. Um, I never really tried it, so I, I can't say. I don't know. I think you I, might like it. I stick to my Bacardi and Coke. Yeah, it's kind of a fruity drink, so girls might like it. It's like a girly drink. Oh, well, I am a girl. <laughs> I should like it. I know. It. 
but I'm not. <laughs> oh, you're not. I know that. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Well, I want to thank you for calling in. This was a very fun call. I had a blast. Why, no problem, and congratulations again. Thank and you I'll, so much. And I'll see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. We'll have some fun. Okay. Bye. Bye. I see we have another caller here on our 300th episode. I'm going to go ahead and bring this caller live on the air. Hi, you're now live on the 300th episode of the American Variety Network. Thank you so much for calling in. Hello. Happy uh, 300th episode, Alex. Thank you so much. Thank you, Ma, for calling in and wishing me congratulations on my 300th episode. Yeah, you're doing a very good job, Al. Keep up the good work. Thank you. I appreciate that. You have a great night now. You too. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Enjoy your show. Happy Valentine's Day. Thank you. I will. All right. Thank you for calling in. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I would like to thank everybody that called into our show tonight. I am really honored. Now, my last topic tonight are my favorite episodes thus far. You know, it's kind of hard for me as a podcast to nitpick out my favorite episodes, but I'm going to go ahead and uh, ramble off a few from the top of my head that I thought were pretty good. The first one is the School of Fish, Inc. and Live Aquaria review, where I reviewed some of my recent purchases on my first review show. Uh, the Super Bowl 50 halftime and post-time show were actually really well. Uh, the Super Bowl 50 halftime show actually broke listen records, so I was excited about that. I loved my interview with Sam Garcia, Jr. Uh, all of my Saturday Live with Alex Cardinelli shows are very well. I like my Saltwater Tropical Fish Chat Yellow Tang show. I loved my Six Flags New England live on location broadcast. I loved my Carib Sea interview. I loved the Best of American Variety Network in 2015 show. And I loved the Saltwater Tropical Fish Chat on Clownfish show. And you know what? To be perfectly honest with you, I love today's show. I think this is the most funny show I've had of all 2016. So, you guys can check out all of these shows at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash American Network. So, I'm getting ready to wrap up this show. I'm going to go ahead and play one more song, and then I'm going to end today's show after this song. Do you ever feel like a plastic bag Drifting through the wind, wanting to start again Do you ever feel this 
paper thin Like a house of cards One blow from caving in Do you ever feel Already buried deep Six feet under screens But no one seems to hear a thing Do you know that there's Still a chance for you Cause there's a spark in you You just gotta ignite The light And live
I hope you enjoyed this show and will become a fan of American Variety Network. Special thanks to Carob Fee for sponsoring this show and giving out a prize. Congratulations to Donovan and Ramolius for winning the Carob Fee Prize. Special thanks to Donovan, Denise, Cheryl, Diane, and Jeremy for calling in and interacting with this special show. They are my wonderful friends and family. I also want to say thank you to Donna for calling in as well. And last but not least, special thanks go out to all of you, my listeners. Without this show, and without you, this show would be nothing more than me just talking to myself. I love every single one of you, my listeners. Thank you for taking the time to listen to my show. I hope you enjoyed it. Remember... Without you, this show would be nothing more than me just talking to myself. You, the listeners, make up this show. I really mean that. Please do me a favor and check out American Variety Network on Facebook, and please hit like. If I get 100 likes by next Saturday, I will do not one, not two, but three prize giveaways on my 350th episode. So check out American Variety Network and hit like on Facebook. With that being said, good night, everyone, and I'll see you for 300 more episodes. Valentine's Day on American Variety Network. There will be a show you can all love. Live, Sunday, February 14th, 2016, at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I, Alice Cardinelli, celebrate Valentine's Day with all of you, my listeners. Here, my tips for a romantic Valentine's night. Here are my tips to all the single folks out there, like myself, and here are some awesome Valentine's love talk. Ladies, come join me this Valentine's Day, Sunday, February 14th, at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. blogtalkradio.com forward slash American Network. Donovan here, friend of Alex Cardinale, 
I personally want to thank you for supporting Alex Cardinale by listening to his episode of American Variety Network. I hope you enjoyed the show. Please check out his Facebook page, American Variety Network, and hit like. And check out our awesome fish group called Freshwater Maniacs. For all the fish keepers listening, check out my YouTube channel, Here for the Fins, for some awesome info on my fish. Thanks for listening, and Alex Cardinale will see you again for the next episode of American Variety Network. Rock on, folks!